WNBC. Oh, yeah. That's oh, true. man. Come Stop on, it. pig. Stop it. I'm starting over right yeah. now. I'm that's the only reason I keep <laughs> the ball on the clock. WNBC. WNBC. Come on, WNBC. You could say cut coming out of my mouth. Like this, you gotta WNBC. WNBC. No, 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 no. It's more. WNBC. Yes, he knows. Oh shit! Knocking my shit over here. Butch Walker, my old fucking amigo from the Air Force days, stationed at Ramstein, Germany, twenty. Two years ago or some shit now, probably. Uh sanity. How fucking old do we get? Quick. I mean, you think an hour of this podcast goes by quick? Twenty years goes by quick. It went by pretty fucking fast, man. I it only uh, accelerates I just happened the to order go... you get. Huh? What's it only accelerates the order you get, you know, how fast it goes by. Yeah, the yeah, because shit, shit doesn't mean anything anymore. Chris, I just turn your to... camera down just a tiny bit. Huh? Yeah, you're more centered there. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Soft, thanks, man. You're throwing us off, Chris. We always start where he's up high, and then by the end of it, he's like, I start crying. Yeah, like, because uh, I, I, uh-huh. I get closer to the mic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's just funny. Right. Uh, anyway, this is my old buddy, Butch Walker. This is an episode of Hard Out where we do my favorite movie. We have a guest on to bullshit about their favorite movie, and his favorite movie is one of the best fucking movies of all time in the running for our favorite movie, even though we don't have one because it's an absurd question. Tell them what it is, Butch, with that fucking joint hanging out of your mouth. One floor with a cuckoo's nest, man. God damn. R.P. McMurphy. Jack fucking Nicholson. Peculiar! (laughs) Ken Kesey fucking novel. Turn into a movie by Milos Foreman. God damn. Damn. Michael Douglas involved, right? Uh, yeah, well, Kirk Douglas did it on Broadway, the play right. version. It started as Ken Kesey's novel. Ken Kesey, you may or may not know folks out there. He was the leader of the Merry Pranksters. Um, Tom Wolf wrote the electric Kool-Aid acid test about the Merry Pranksters, where they would go around on this bus called Further. They were these hippies, just like dosing motherfuckers with acid and shit. And uh, Neil Cassidy... Kerouac's old buddy Neil Cassidy drove the bus and shit. Ken Kesey's a fucking legend. He wrote One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Kirk Douglas starred in it on Broadway as a play. And Michael Douglas, his son, was in his early 20s at the time, produced it with Saul Lentz, I think. Or, uh, That's what I was getting at. Kirk Douglas, not Michael. Kirk Douglas. Michael Douglas, though, has. Initially, it was. Kirk. He got an Oscar when he was in his early 20s for Best Picture for this movie. Because Michael Douglas is a producer on it. Yeah, I mean it's Jeez. just it's just amazing. If if nobody out there has seen this movie, I don't know what fucking rock you've been hiding under, but uh, you know you better. It's get actually trending real out. high. It's trending real high on Netflix right now, and I think it might be because of the show Ratchet. If you're familiar yes. with that, they did they did uh, basically Nurse Ratchet's origin story. Looks terrible. Um, I watched the pilot, and it's nothing like Cuckoo's Nest. It's like, well, like one thing I wanted to say about the movie that I love so much, Milos Foreman, the way he used to make movies back in the day. There's fucking hardly any music in it, and if there is any music, mm-hmm. it's something they're playing on a record player. It's not, and yeah. that show though is full of these fucking swelling, affected music, and the way it shots all affected, and the lighting's no. all bullshit and everything. <laughs> that shit just puts you in the mental ward. Fly on the wall, essentially. <laughs> there was no music, yes. no fancy camera work, none of that shit. Just killer performances. Yeah. Fucking and amazing. then you had, hey, you had the old improv of the World Series, man. What are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, that was excellent. Yeah. Amazing. And that bitch hated it. You could see it in her eyes. Mm-hmm. Jack fucking Nicholson, man. Dude, all of them. Come on, yeah, I loved it. I loved that crowd, man. Just well, it's so endearing. This, all this is one of my questions I want to ask you. What was your favorite? Essentially, it's uh, McMurphy, R.P. McMurphy's Whack Pack, if you want to keep the stern references mm-hmm. and shit going. Mm-hmm. Like, who would you say was your favorite of the Whack Packers? Man, they're so awesome. It's hard to pick uh, these dudes. You got Cheswick. You got, what's his name? Biancini or whatever. It's like, I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> Me? Of course. Cheswick is great. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, uh, Christopher Lloyd as yes. Tabor. God damn it, Hardy. Hardy. 
fucking Danny DeVito as Martini. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Danny Young, Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. And if Brad Dorff as Billy fucking crushed it. Oh, that Nick. Yeah. Vincent, you like looking at you cards, dude? You like looking at other people's cards? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking uh, Vincent Schiavelli, he's that creepy looking dude who's like on the train in Ghost, that Patrick Swayze movie. Go, you know, what I'm yes, talking about? that's the he's one that like, when the alcohol comes in, Jack yes. Nicholson goes over to him and looks at him and goes, uh, <laughs> Yes, I love those moments like when he had to get a vote for that's the what like stopped it. Vote. Yeah. He looked at him, like, that's the hills have yeah, eyes, different dude. guy, yeah, different, different guy, yeah, yeah, but yeah, but that was a part hilarious of moment. Imagine if they made it now, though. All these actors they'd have playing these roles. They'd fucking mm-hmm. central casting Listen, bullshit. These that, motherfuckers were crazy looking. Dude, to me, that is the original, like, hey, let's go make this cartoon. We're going to have this all-star cast, you know, to do the voices. Like, that was an all-star cast back at the time, and the fuckers lived there, you know? Yeah. Like, they stayed in that place. Yes. They never left. Yes. It was the way it was made, was right. And Bam. And that shitty classical music. <laughs> they had to play it so loud because whether you like time, it or not, there's a couple of very old patients with hard hearing on this uh, <laughs> unit who have to hear it. <laughs> Fucking Nurse Ratched. Pardon me. I was trying to watch it this time and think, though, was she truly evil? Nah. Or yes. did the movie just force <laughs> she... us to side with him? No. No, 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 no. There is a... Hold on. I got to put my fucking phone on uh, my... My wife is, <laughs> is uh, I got to go do not disturb. But yes, she is, she is a, she can't understand normal thinking. I'll just put it that way. You, you, you find out the initials. But uh, yeah, there's a jealousy there. <laughs> can't because, understand normal thing. He called uh, her a cunt in the movie. It's all right. <laughs> so right, no, yeah, you don't have to. Here, here's the deal. Here, here's, here's my aspect of it. Uh, and, and I kind of see myself in, in this same kind of role at times is that, I want to bring people together. Okay. Mm-hmm. And these people who might think they're fucking delusional sometimes, you know what? You're not delusional. Uh, Jay, I think we went through that uh, in Germany. You, you and know, I were both RP McMurphy's in that unit. So you, you see what I mean? So it's, it's one of those things mm-hmm. to where, yeah, the motherfuckers, she was jealous because she had their sole attention. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, when it was time for fucking sit down, God damn it. They sat down and they all talked. When he got there, it well, was, dude, the perfect was, way to illustrate it was when he first shuffled those cards. That's yeah, that what first I was just meeting, fixing to he say. shuffles the cards and she looks, motherfucker. Yeah, what hold are you on. Doing? Yeah, this yeah. is going to be a troublemaker. Making yep. the attention. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Is he going to get some cards and do that shit? <laughs> God, I wish exactly I was a real hot. I was doing. Get out of my fucking head, dude. I hate your guts. Get up yeah. in your head. So they're talking. Germany. He's sitting there. He's in the. He's in that green, green brand, like a BDU shirt and his. His shit's all rolled yep. up over here, like his cigarettes, and he's yep. looking. His hair's all fucked up, and, <laughs> so you know, good. all everywhere. <laughs> and uh, and they're talking. Well, well, you know, I I, I can only suspect my wife uh, has cheated on me. He's all, yes. And everybody stops. I'm talking about form. Bitch, hate and it. Content. Yeah. He's an attention grabber. I mean, that, that guy is magnetic. I don't give a shit what he's in. We could go on. For no, one like no we need to spend at least 20 minutes of this thing just sucking Jack Nicholson's dick. Well, I, and let me say, so uh, his small little part in Easy Rider. Yes. Man, that alone yeah. was, was Oscar worthy. Yo, for years, even on this podcast, Chris and I, every time we do a shot, speaking of which, raise a glass, motherfucker. We're drinking some bourbon. on over What up? Peace and love. Fucking uh, every time we do a shot, we say engines. And we thought that was from the movie, but he said Indians in the movie. But that was an ode to Easy Rider. Remember that? Where he takes that swing and he's like, Indians. Yeah. Fucking so we we kept saying engines. We're fucking racist or something. We're part engine. Fuck you. It it works out. But I mean, even look, the guy says the the, a line that's recognized. worldwide is you make me want to be a better man oh yeah in a movie like as good as it gets now get the fuck out of here who doesn't know that who hey what dude out there hasn't secretly watched that fucking movie and used that 
you oh, make yeah. it want to be a better man. And I've of course, multiple times it doesn't work. You'll get divorced, but you know what? Fuck it, 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 it gets served in a podcast. <laughs> you can't handle the truth. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it, I'm telling you. I want you to you hold it. You right. I ordered the code red. Yes, dude. The five easy pieces shit. Yeah, Tom to Cruise. You think he wet his pants right there, but he really ejaculated. He was. Uh, he did movie. both. He's a squirter, Tom yeah. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know that's just pee, people. But Demi Moore, how about that? Woo! Uh, yeah, that was her fucking prime real estate. Yeah, right and then come to find closure. out she did Chicks too with fucking. That's a whole nother story. But anyway, Jack Nicholson is the shit. <laughs> you know what? He, I, I like to use that term. I laid more pipe than CE. Jack Nicholson has laid more pipe than the oil fields. Okay, <laughs> it's like it's over. Dude, he's the king. The king. Did you ever hear that story how he stole well, David Spade told it on Stern, I think, about he was dating Laura Flynn Boyle and Jack Nicholson yeah, just came Jack and said, Nicholson. Hey, hey, uh, I'm thinking about asking her out. He's like, What? You won't mind I'm asking my girlfriend. Yeah, I'm thinking about asking her out. And he wasn't like asking permission or anything, he was just telling him. And then sure enough, he fucking asked her out and she just started dating yeah, Jack yeah. Nicholson. Mr. Steal your girl, fucking the original. <laughs> That's fucking damn core man i dig it uh that uh louis ck wanted um jack to be on his show i think it was that horace and pete show he was making and he called jack up and finally after some effort you know was able to talk to him and asked if he could be on the show and jack said look i every day i go outside and i open up a book under a tree and i read the book I'm not going to do your fucking show. <laughs> he's like, he's so <laughs> over right it. Now he just reads more. books. On <laughs> yeah, just goes to the fucking, you know. That's cool, though. You think he's just fucking off. Reads books. <coughs> and like, you know I what? have no interest in that shit anymore. <laughs> just fucking showing up on a set. Not Gene Hackman, too. Another fucking yeah. goat who's just done with it. Yeah, like, he was done earlier. doesn't give a shit. He's kind of like uh, Steve Martin said, fuck it, I'm just going to play banjo. Yeah. yeah. Steve Martin's another goat. <laughs> the best yeah. dudes are like, fuck this racket. All these dummies running around. Everyone thinking. Yeah. I, mean, I got my millions. Movie industry. Uh, Even Rob Zombie says, fuck it, I'm just going to paint pictures, man. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey was doing this shit for a while, just painting. Job out him is fucking Joe Biden, dude. That was prolific. He's not going to keep doing it. I just I know he yeah. gave it up. Someone else. Who'd they yeah. get now? I know that was one of the reasons I was, uh, you know, I, was I don't know. Biden I'm waiting for him to come knock on my Carey. door. <laughs> Let's see your Joe Biden. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, <laughs> man. <laughs> what the fuck's happening? <laughs> I don't know. This one's off to a crazy start. Can we sustain? Butch Baggins in his hobbit hole. Oh, shit. Oh, what the fuck? Hmm. Is this thing going? Hey, Chinatown's oh, another cool. one. Oh, Jackie boy. Chinatown? Classic. Yes. Mm-hmm. The Two Jakes. That's the sequel he directed himself. The oh. Shining, of course. Here's an awesome thing. Cuckoo's yeah, Nest. I was sitting there watching it, and I haven't seen it for a couple of years, but man, fucking as good as ever. But watching Danny DeVito's Martini's dumbass sit there thinking mm-hmm. when they're playing poker for cigarettes and calling it a dime if he snaps yeah. a cigarette in half it's yes. two nickels and shit and i'm sitting there watching and i was like i can't believe this dude goes on to direct jack nicholson in that hoffa movie one day danny devito directed hoffa fucking martini directed rp mcmurphy in a movie <laughs> and shit it. what <laughs> that's <laughs> that was a good movie too though but so did but did you read the book the who flew over the cookie or one flew over the cookie's nest no but I, I want to i've got this like whole collector set of it so it's crazy how it happened so uh i was actually laying on my couch in room 207 in our dorms 2104 some shit Dude, i can't fucking remember but i don't remember my life so for you to even know dorm room numbers and shit I, i'm jealous i remember I, nothing <laughs> Yeah, well, I remember that 207. They're, they're the, the, the stupid people or SPs, they came over there a lot. But <laughs> they did. I was hung over on a Saturday or Sunday. Uh, could have been a Monday or Tuesday also. I don't know. But I uh, was sitting there watching, and, like, uh, Cool Hand Luke came on first. And so I watched that, and I was like, damn. Oh. 
and I remember I'm going to go out and buy this movie. And then, mm-hmm. like, an hour after that, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest wow. came on. It was oh, a, what a lineup. Shit. You know, a jet. That'll get you kicked movie. out of the Air Force watching them motherfuckers back to back. <laughs> this is the first time you saw it, you're saying? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, and both I, of I them? Love the, the bottom. And that's it was nice. Like, that's a fucking shit. afternoon, man. Yes. Hung over, watch those two. Yeah, and like I said, it's one of those things where like something clicked in my brain, and I had to go straight to the to the BX, and I had to buy that shit. Like it was that mine. Was beautiful. Dude. I had it on beautiful. DVD, you know. Uh, fuck, it was just it's uh, mind blowing. It's like uh, listening to some of um, uh, Gordon Lightfoot songs. They're just catchy, and it's something that hooks in your brain. And it's like I've done the same thing with that. Like, and the girl from Ipanema. Uh, and shit like that like i gotta go out and buy it i've gotta i've gotta harness that because it's something you just have to have like it, it, it right it's like the first time you get laid you're like i gotta go buy some no. yeah <laughs> yeah quanta west as you're walking hookers. around in frankfurt quanta west did you find it hard yeah the little red light rvs and shit out there <laughs> did you find it hard harder being in the military after watching those two movies and just the anti-authority angle of mm-hmm. them that rebellious streak and shit well, there there was that uh, we we did have our 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 rebellious uh, time, you know, chunking fire extinguishers in the hallways, throwing <laughs> canned goods in the hallways. Oh yeah, uh, stealing you know, fucking Humvees to go run through farmer fields. Exactly, we're gonna go. Hey, you know what? This is not our Humvee. Hey, we're running to recycling. We're gonna take this other Humvee we got. We'll be back, and then go and hit in the track, and then you jump it. And you go so high it's that you come down, you think you're going to flip it over, but you land right on the front and it cracks the hood mm-hmm. and then it won't start. So that was us. Starts and you take it back and you never drive it again. Yeah, um, yeah that was us breaking a Humvee on the track. <laughs> this five ton photo is uh, me and Jay, as a matter of fact. We took this thing on the same track uh, that we did that Humvee, but I was driving and I had to go back because the little uh seat adjustment thing over here caught my BDUs and ripped them right yes, to where I my, that now that you right it. to where my blouse came over the top of it and I was like fuck dude but hey that that five ton was fun it was on its way to Albania we broke it in real good yeah there was another time uh I don't know how much you know this story I won't name who the other dude was with me but we were just hammered in the barracks one night and we're like let's go to burger king or some shit so we took this girl do you remember there's like this wiccan girl who would carry a sugar glider around in her pocket she was she She lived in the barracks had a sugar glider hidden in her barracks room in the military little fucking sugar glider thing and she would walk around in her bdus with a sugar glider in her pocket and she like she was wiccan witch and shit but she had this shitty old orange bmw and me and he who will not be named took her car right let's take her car keys are right there so we basically <laughs> stole her car to go to burger king hammered and there's this young young rookie airman we were trying to break in basically i don't remember his name but he wanted to go with us we said the only way you can go is if you're in the trunk so we made his ass get in the trunk right so we're riding to burger king hammered with this dude in the trunk and i look at god I almost said his name i look over at homeboy and i'm like you know what we got to do right he's like no I said, we're doing the trunk, dude. <laughs> we got to hit the Humvee track in this chick's BMW oh, with this dude in the trunk. Oh, man. We're going to catch air. He's going to be like, what oh, the my fuck God, is that's happening? Hilarious. So we go out. This is like uh, 3 in the morning. Hammered. Hit the Humvee track in this girl's shitty little fucking Beamer. Catch air like the Dukes of Hazard. I think I was going like, doo, 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 as we're yeah. flying through the air and shit. Yeah. Dude, Good old boys. Boom. Meaning no harm. And just stuck in like a foot of mud, dude. So we got this chick stolen car, dude in the trunk, <laughs> stuck in the mud on the Humvee track with a stolen <laughs> car. So then, and here's the reason I really will not name the dude. Man, he was filming all this shit. There's a tape of this shit somewhere. Dude. All of it. to get our hands on I know. This. And he says he still has it. Um, he is retired now, but Shit. still, he might be too. <laughs> anyway, I know. So we're out there with our Leathermans, like sawing pieces of wood and shit, trying to put dunnage down to get the fucking car out of the mud and everything. And then finally, we're like, dude, still in the trunk the whole time, by the way, like 40 minutes. We're like trying to cut <laughs> branches. Drink. I was wondering that. Like, was still you just, in the trunk? Was it like, did he get? We don't need your help, dude. Just stay in there. 
Stay in there. It was basically <laughs> hazing, but it was friendly, dude. He was like <laughs> laughing and drunk and shit the whole time, but uh, sort of. <laughs> it wasn't me. If I have him on the podcast, we'll probably say he got hazed and shit, but we should talk but about it. It'd be awesome. In the video, I just look up. I remember this moment in the video where I look up and I'm like, you know what we got to do, right? And he's like, yep. And this motherfucker, like, like fucking some filmmaker back in the day doing a in like francis ford coppola doing in-camera editings faded to black like close the shutter and shit so i'm like you know what we got to do right it fades to black and then cuts on dude we fucking stole a deuce and a half to tow her fucking car because we knew all the lock combos (laughs) so it's like 3 a.m now we're stealing government property to get the stolen yeah because our code was 6942 there it is. I didn't remember <laughs> nice. it until he said it. And now it comes back. <coughs> Six nine four two, man. <coughs> so we ganked a fucking deuce and a half to pull this fucking car out of the mud, dude in the trunk the whole time, and then finally went and got the Burger King with her car just covered in mud and shit. Came back, dropped it off, gave this dude his Burger King, and I think like two days later, the chick was just because she didn't use her car every day. You know, people lots of times wouldn't go off base or whatever for days. So her car was just sitting there. She finally went out to use it. It was just like, what the fuck? Just covered <laughs> in mud, axle probably cracked and shit. Six, nine, four, two. I wonder if that's a kinky Douglas Adams band or came up with that code. <laughs> shit. So, I don't know. It's something that uh, I just remember because I did the vehicle training. So I knew the Humvee course mm-hmm. real good. Yeah. In fact, uh, Jay's first time on it, I did his training and we drove the shit out of that thing, man. We, I mean, we had a blast. Me and Jesse and totally. uh, Saint was in there. You know, there was a bunch of us. And uh, I mean, shit, that was just good times. And I know. And this is, in a way, talking about the movie because it was just, oh, like yeah, RP McMurphy shit. It was just like living out loud, not going to let these authority figures dampen your spirit and shit. And the message of this movie, though, is they will if you keep fighting them. Yes, like, I got out. Ends. I could, yeah. If I had stayed in the military, it would have ended like it did for R.P. McMurphy. I had to get the fuck out. You know what I mean? Some people just, like, he, his problem was if he had left, Billy wouldn't have killed himself. You know what I'm saying? He was about to go out the window. Yeah, he was Spoiler just a alert. good guy. Like, hey. Right, but he wanted to get Billy laid. That's the only reason so you're he didn't a escape. good kid. You know, I you you you've yeah. seen chicks, you know what you want. Hey man, I ain't I ain't worried about it. Go fuck her real quick, you know. Right. The kid was in love, like as soon as he saw her. And that uh, was his whole problem. Just scared of women because of his mother. You could mm-hmm. tell through Nurse yeah. Ratchet and everything. And, and that's why I say you asked earlier, was she fucking evil? Yeah, because you know what? He was scared of his mother. That's why he had a stuttering problem in the yep, first exactly. place, probably. And then, then, oh, do you want me to tell your mother what you've done? Well, fuck, no, yep. I don't want you to do that, you fucking cunt. Please oh, don't. <laughs> you know? And she's like, oh, I'm going to call her. And he's like, well, fuck. Uh, you know? Yep. Well, get this. That's evil, man. That ought to be American horror, horror story. Yeah. Those pricks that make that ought to make it. Let's do that. Why don't we write something together that is an American horror story about really Nurse Ratchet in that ward with those people? That's how it should be to the show, you know. Because, I mean, fuck. Those guys were all volunteers. I know. That was the thing. Most of them. That was a great reveal in the movie that most of them weren't in there yeah. by force. When he mm-hmm. find, When he found that out, it was, you know what I equate that to? Like, I haven't seen everything that I've seen. When he finds out that all those people are there because they want to be there and they could leave at anything, it's like looking at fucking William Wallace staring up at fucking uh, the Bruce and going, what? Yeah. You, like the betrayal. You just shit. did what? Some of the best like, acting ever in that moment, man. Yes. You know, that's why I equate that to. And and you see that just look in his face and he's just, you know, and and it's just like uh, the way that he talks to Chief throughout the movie. When he knew from the get-go, when he looked at him, how, how you doing, Chief? He already knew. Saw that glimmer in the eyes. Mm -hmm. I, I tell you what, you could watch that, watch it a million times. Check out Chief's face whenever he does it. When they show his face, you see something, at least I think I do, 
I see something right then where I'm like, that like an acknowledgement. Yeah. You know, he, he, he can hear there's, there's something up with him. You know, you should read the and, novel because the novel, I don't know if you know this, the novel is written from chief's point of view. Yeah. And I no think he, he actually very interesting. Uh, hated that the movie didn't do that. Like, he I think it was you. great the way it was. The movie should have been the way it was. Me too. But yeah, because it is about R.P. McMurphy. He just picked the chief as yes. the way into it. Right. I did. You know I, mean? I, yep. I agree. Look, can I, can I ask you this, though? Which version of Willy Wonka would you rather see? Would you want to see the version with Gene Wilder that, uh, that the the writer of the book said, fuck that, I'm there, I'll never watch it. Or do you want to watch the one with Johnny Depp that goes right along with the book? Oh yeah. Um, famously The Shining always comes up in these conversations. You know, yeah. Stephen King hated it. And I think the movie's amazing and much better than the book, in my opinion. And he liked Doctor Sleep, which I thought was inferior to The Shining. So I'll say with Willy Wonka, I'd like to see a third version that's true to the book. That's not the Johnny Depp version. Sure, there are other ways to do it. Yeah. I, here's what if, if it's if that's the story, I want to see it during the time frame that they did. Exactly. The, uh, mm -hmm. I want to see a Victorian Wilder, era. Not some Michael Jackson version. But you I want know what David I mean? Lynch to do it, dude. Like Elephant Man style. David Lynch in Victorian England type Interesting. shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And Because it, it really is like this devil satanic figure, mm -hmm. you know, selling their souls and shit, being corrupted. God damn, we're all over the place, but I love it. So that's yeah, what so, what, best. so back to that. That that's what I'm getting at, though. Uh, what you were saying about who we dealt with over there, uh, there was something attractive uh, about uh, about us. Just the same, like what I was saying. That I felt that way. You felt that way. There was something attractive about us. The same that that R. P. McMurphy, whenever he stepped into that realm, he was like a magnet, and they were just enamored with check this motherfucker out and look, he's giving her shit. We can't do that. Yeah. Although they could, you know, I know yeah. it's just yeah. flip a switch. Yeah. It's like the only <laughs> reason you can't is because you aren't like, I remember I got to the point. You remember how I was getting out. I just started getting my clinger from mash on and fucking acting out and doing weird shit. And you remember my room with all the elevated furniture and the hieroglyphs and shit. <laughs> Why anyway. not? But, and then I get it. Eventually, though, I remember they called me into the commander's office. First Brown, mom, fucking the Brown. colonel. Yes, Colonel Brown. They called me in there, and they were like, you're just becoming like a cancer to the unit. Like, you're being a bad influence on the other airmen and shit. And I was just like, so proud of them. And I felt like R.P. <laughs> Murphy. That's felt like he was just... Yeah telling me that i was riling up the other getting them to think freely and question shit and you know yeah he was a nurse he, he was the nurse ratchet like hey man i want to get fucking rid of you you ever see that movie tigerland <laughs> with colin huh? farrell you ever see tigerland with colin farrell like yeah. his first role? that same figure that goes in the military and tells everyone like the military needs those figures in it it needs those figures telling the troops not to just do everything the generals tell them. You know what I mean? That's like a course correct to me. Yeah. And of course, Otherwise. the military needs to weed it out, but they need to mm -hmm. be there, you know, cycling through. Yeah, because like you, you said at the very beginning is, is Nurse Ratchet evil. And obviously, that's a somewhat subjective term. And, you know, does it mm -hmm. exist even, you know, objectively and shit. But she, um, she's definitely but, the catalyst. The, the motives, know? the motives, I think, is why Jay asked it, right? Like, is she, did she mean, does she think she's helping? Or And I think that came up in, in the production of it because um, initially they were going to make her just a straight up evil character. But then at some point they realized that it, she thinks she's doing the right thing. This is how she was brought up to believe that. It's more about systems know. of no. power and shit. No, no, yeah. no, no, Or is it no. more that she's just a straight up like sociopath who just likes power? Yeah, and just I think there's her. both in there, which is great. Yeah, that, definitely. Hey, man, her own it. mom is probably like that and shit. You know, I don't know what the show says. Well, about it's about like. power corrupts. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. she got the, the position um, of power corrupted and her. Prison experiment. You know, you guys are familiar with that, right? Where they did <laughs> ran an experiment at a university and gave. <laughs> random students the role of the yes. guards and the other ones is the prisoners and the guards just almost universally just became dicks and uh tim talbot one half of the robotard 8000 wrote the script to the stanford prison experiment that won okay. the water yeah. salt award at sundance one year so they made I a movie of film. It. i watched it yeah it was good you're but you know you're trying to compress head, a lot of it but you got to start <laughs> vaping man that cough is sounding gnarly was that a covid cough or a joint cough <laughs> oh man that's called that shit just expanded way hard in there and i wasn't <laughs> expecting it 
got to get a bong like my boy Chris over here. Yeah, I know, man. I'm I'm actually partial to a one hitter, but I'm I'm not gonna lie. We did that first one, dude. I was so fucking nervous doing it, and I had to settle in. Doing that podcast we just did. For those yeah. who don't know, we just did a COVID roundtable, and Butch was in there as the man on the street who's had COVID and had it tear through his family. That was a good podcast, though, dude. It yeah. was like I tried to record it, but it said I had to get permission, so I just figured I can get a copy oh, of it somehow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll, it'll be, be on YouTube eventually. Yeah, no but hey, I I like this experience. And not yeah. because I think I'm going to be famous or anything like that. But <laughs> I like to be able to talk and get my, like, I think I've got a point of view too. And, you know, some, maybe somebody agrees with it. Maybe they don't. I mean, fuck it, whatever. Right. And it's its own kind of high in a way, you know, the, just these kind of conversations in general, anytime I have them privately, you're on the, the this format, you know, it's just, you kind of, you're not small talk and it's yeah. not, yeah. how was your day? What's happening at work? Yeah. It's interesting conversation. Problems yeah. and shit, you know? <laughs> So, hey, man, y'all really want me to trip you out real quick? Yeah. I mean, uh, we're totally going to get away from uh, from it's old Jackie boy. But uh, yeah, the, so the uh, uh, July 25th, uh, 2020, so just this past July, uh, it was 726 in the morning, and uh, my phone goes off on LinkedIn. And I have a message and it says, uh, I'm sorry to bother you so early in the morning. Uh, I think we may be connected on a family tree. Uh, Stella's very nice. Very nice. Uh, yeah, we may be linked on a family tree. Uh, could you email me at such and such? And she mentioned ancestor DNA, which I joined in, uh, <laughs> 2014 or so two, yeah 2014 when i was in africa i worked over there for a year and uh i go to my ancestry man and i look at it and i've got this you know the little red and it's got the white number one in it and i click on it and it says dna matches and i click on it and uh it says natalie drew decker and I knew right then, I said, oh, my God, me and Olivia had a baby. So, uh, so this girl. Love is, the slow play to that reveal. Uh, this girl is 22 years old now, you know. And I'm like, all right. So I'm, I'm shaking like a leaf on a tree, man. Just, and I know when it happened, the weekend, just I knew every detail about it, right? So. Uh, I'll, I'll regress and go to the beginning. So, uh, it's early March. The weather has just gotten right in Biloxi. You got to go to Biloxi, right? For tech school. Yeah. I was down there with fucking Jesse Newton, dude, me and him. That's how we started going to new Orleans every weekend. Once we got base lib and shit at tech school. Okay. So that was in Biloxi. Okay. Me and Jesse now, who's some off the grid Christian. Like in Thailand or something and religious, like. The biggest coos hound fucking drunkard. Yeah. Techno <laughs> got a lot of sins he's got to pay for. Yeah, yeah, dude. Anyway, so, what's up, Jesse? God yo, bless. homie, Jesse. Remember, I used to be the DD after I got a rehab. <laughs> but uh, 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 he and I got sent to rehab because, yeah, anyway, go on. Anyway. I got to pee. I must have had about 18 Dr. Peppers. Uh, uh, anyway. <laughs> no how much time we <clears throat> So. So you got a daughter. I saw some of this on Facebook. Didn't she yeah. serve in the military too or something? Yeah, shit? she did. She's a Marine. She's a badass. Uh, she, she, your daughter's a Marine. Asses. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so let me, let me just explain. So, uh, and I don't want to be disrespectful in any way. Uh, Olivia, I thought was a great person. We had a, a early camping trip in March of 97. Uh, the, just the weather got real good there in Biloxi. And so we went camping. Uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll always, always remember that weekend. There was always something special about it. Then it was always special too, because I got called in by our, uh, our squadron, uh, uh, senior NCO guy, uh, started with a G I can't remember, but Anyway, he said, what'd you do this weekend? Uh, I went camping. He goes, you did? He goes, who's you camping with? I said, there's a bunch of people there. He goes, you take a shower? Yes, sir, I took a shower. Were you by yourself? I said, no, sir. He goes, was it Airman Decker with you? 
Yes, sir. He goes, you got to be very careful, Airman Walker. You can't be, you know, doing that kind of stuff in public. You never know who's watching. I said, yes, sir. So anyway, that was March. May 7th, I graduated from tech school, ended up in Germany. Never knew anything about it. Uh, this poor girl uh, went through so much. Uh, she'd been foster care, taken care of by other friends, left with, uh, with her stepdad and her mom ran off. She'd been looking for me for years and thinking, you know, talking to her mom, is this guy my dad, you think? And trying to do all her- like, Was Olivia kind of having fun at that time? So you were one of a couple Had to, of because it, it, it was a one weekend thing. Like the next weekend, right. like she was just off with somebody else, you know, so- right, right. Uh, so she she was probably wondering for years which one of these dudes or whatever. Yeah, but she she never even gave my name, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know. So uh, anyway, uh, she put her DNA in finally, and that's how we found out. And then uh, we've talked quite often. I mean, we Facetime and stuff like that. She looks, I don't she know, like she, your kid, she, like my daughter, <laughs> you sure. know. Uh, she was just in the uh, bikini class in this. Uh, uh, bodybuilding meet, which I think she's like 130, 135, came in a second place. Like she's, she's built like a brick shit house for a little girl, you know? She's like five, six, uh, somewhere in there, 130, 135 pounds. And she just, she was amazing. So, uh, you know, it, it was, I was proud to find out and just, it was just crazy. But it happened during COVID, too, so it's not like you can go meet up, really, and shit, right? Well, when she found out she was in Houston, I mean, she was four hours away, I was like, honey, I would have come down there, but, mm -hmm. you know. Crazy. I got to say, I'm surprised you've only had one of these pop up, you fucking cocksman. <laughs> you know what's funny? You know what's funny? So, Thus the night far. before, so that was a, that was a, a Saturday morning whenever I find out. It was Friday night. I was playing gin rummy with my grandmother and uh, she said something about my kids. And, and I said, well, there's three of them that I know of. And then here I come home and wake up seven twenty six in the morning to, Oh, Hey, I got another one. So, hell, you know what? I grow on trees. They say, I guess. <laughs> you potent motherfucker. <laughs> potent barebacking motherfucker. <laughs> well, I remember. So when I went to alcohol rehab, I started having testicular pain. I guess that my balls weren't uh, used to not having sex with drunk chicks or something. I don't really know. But. <laughs> it's a lot harder when you ain't drinking, ain't it? Right. So they told me, hey, you need to go talk to this doctor. And they made me do uh, a test. And they said, uh, uh, when I got my results, they were like, the average man does like 175 million per milliliter. And I was almost at 500 million. Damn. They were like, uh, you're, you're potent, man. Like you could just... So I figured, you know, when I went to Poland, there ain't no telling what happened. <laughs> like Genghis Khan over there. Did you go there with Tommy yeah. Thompson? Huh? He said, you go there with Tommy Thompson? He oh, was knee deep in Poland, uh, wasn't Tommy he? Tommy T, he's still married to Carol Lena. Oh, yeah? Right. Yeah, Magda. I've talked to her a few times. Uh, yeah, man. Chris has just That's watched a couple of old fuckers at the VFW catch up and shit. <laughs> so I had enough military in our home life. I was I went screaming the other direction, grew my hair long, got a guitar. You know? Yeah, where is it at now? Because we had a military. Look behind back. him. He's got like <laughs> I saw the guitars. <laughs> <laughs> the hair you met, of course. <laughs> I got a wig around, but <laughs> yeah. I got the Joe Exotic wig. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, man. man I, I, I was hoping. I, I asked I my grandmother. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to y'all. So um, when I told grandma, I was like, hey, uh, my buddy Jay wants me to do this podcast. And I said, I want you to choose my background. I said, here's what I was thinking. And when I showed her this, that is so pretty. That's what you got to use. I had another one that had like little uh, uh, like uh, Playmate uh, Stormtroopers and Darth Vader standing on the side. There's a chalkboard and it says, I will find the droids I was looking for. I will find the droids I was like he made, was making them write sentences. And I need a cuckoo's home. nest background. Can you like import house. your own? Have Martini uh -huh. sitting back yeah, there the breaking farm. cigarettes and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got a dime. No one ever answered. Do you have a favorite whack background of that movie or not? Oh yeah, uh, it's tough, man. Chris, let's do a bracket of them. 
Yes. Oh, let's break. Okay. <laughs> let's do a bracket right. on the fucking free the nutcases and cookies. Yes. Okay, so you gotta have Mr. Harding has got to be a number one, man. Um, Harding's the number one seed? I think Harding's gotta be a number one seed just because his 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 mouth. Okay. Yeah. He's you'd have to think if you went in there and, he's they, a little and they just told too. you like he was hitting Cheswick and mm-hmm. shit on the boat. What what I'm saying is if somebody told you his character, check this out. And they said that, hey, look, uh, just an example, you're going to try to help him and let him know that you're on his side and that you you are going to support him if they're going to bully you. And uh, and we're going to go with that. Just let him know that, you know what, you care for him and you're going to support him. So that's what happens. And he says, I get it. Uh, do you think I'm losing my mind over here? Do you think something's new? They're fucking with us, okay? Is basically what he says. Instead right. of, hey, man, thanks. And now we're both going to go, man, fuck y'all. There's two of us now. How many is going to be over there? Peculiar. Yeah, come over here, bitch, you little motherfucker. Hanging out with that fucking eight-ball, eyeball motherfucker. <laughs> here's the butch I know and love <laughs> going off. Hey, here's a question. Was Harding gay or not? Yes. Mm. You think he's yeah, his trouble with his wife. Yeah, <laughs> you know how you just just think about it. Just think about he, here's the moment where you know Jack Nicholson is over there when it's medication time. He's over there giving uh, Ratchet shit, and Harding's sitting there just looking at him. Yeah, I want to fuck and him so bad. Jack Nicholson walks off, and Harding is still like. Mm. Oh yeah, he like watches his ass. I gotta watch. I gotta do it. It's Harding Gay viewing. He, he takes his medicine and he can't wait to get over there. And he goes, "Hey, what you think about that, you hard ass?" And he goes, "Yeah." When he spit the medicine right. in his face, that's yeah. right. Yes, yes. Yeah, Harding was totally, hard ass. That gives a new Harding totally wanted ass. to be <laughs> R.P. McMurphy. How great was it that moment where R.P. McMurphy is telling the fucking dude at the uh the little marina or the harbor for the charter boats we're all doctors this is dr martini doctor and he said mr harding mr harding he goes mr harding he goes bitch the one guy he didn't call a doctor Uh, (laughs) the most educated and erudite of them all and shit of course it was funny too presenting them all as doctors it totally worked (laughs) here's a question which one of the freaks I hate to call them freaks, but nutcases, whatever he called them and shit, you know. Come on, you nuts. Which one of them would you least want to be, like, bunked up with? Mm. I got my pick, I think. Is that the Max Tabor one, maybe? He's, Tabor's he's mine. Always, yeah. Fucking Christopher like, Lloyd. I cannot handle it. Yes. <laughs> fucking, yes. Exactly. I love it. The end when he's laughing when Chief left. He's like, <laughs> Yes, like the laps in this were great. Yes, just the random. I don't know, man. I could, like, I could totally fake a Cheswick if I if I want to tell somebody I was nuts. I could totally act out and be a fucking Cheswick. <laughs> great. He might be dude. my favorite. As far as so, just the I, acting and performance goes, I think he's mine. The dude he, who played Cheswick. He should have got a best supporting rocked, actor. Should have. Who is that dude? That was fucking. Boring. I mean, he went through it. And you know what? And you, you, you know, okay, so what we were talking about earlier, here's a perfect example. Cheswick being pulled in there. Who is he screaming for? Who is his savior? Who is his Jesus Christ? Matt! Why Help me, Matt! Matt! <laughs> I love how this fucking shit just started. <laughs> attenuated your ass when you got too loud it was hilarious <laughs> just you know? completely, like dropped out when you got yeah, zoom was like whoa, whoa yeah. hey but it's cool because you can track that arc it starts where he's the sycophant to harding he's harding's little bitch he's like following harding around and you know mm-hmm. whatever harding yeah. says goes but then matt came in and replaced harding as the alpha yeah when it doesn't hey when, when basically here's when it happened here's when it happened when cheswick is bitching about his cigarettes. Hey, Nurse Ratchet, I want my fucking cigarettes. He's totally trying to gain Max approval. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know what? She's you like, got it. No, I'm not gonna fucking give them to you. So what does Mac Murphy do? 
Kapow, bitch. Here's your fucking cigarettes. Yeah. Just give them to him. That's all he wants. Leave him alone. Oh, no. I'm now we all got to go down here and get fucking zapped on the fucking temple, you cunt. You know what I mean? Here's the great thing, though, is how it tracks. Is at first, he would have done something like that out of rebellion. But by this point in the movie, he was literally losing his mind. He couldn't listen to Cheswick anymore. Mm-hmm. In that scene, he's literally like, shut up about the cigarettes. He's like, yeah. he just wants peace and quiet. And the, the place is starting to get to him. He needs freedom and shit, you know? Well, well, there's that, but there's that battle. And you see it. And it's, it's, it's all eye contact. It's all eye contact. It's not some old man with fucking leprosy hiding up in the fucking loft and fucking walking around and looking at people down below, you know, while they're trying to have fucking meetings of the, the clans and shit. This shit is going on right there. You know? Hey, I'm looking up Cheswick. His name is Sidney Lassick, the actor. He was the spitefully sarcastic English teacher in Carrie. It's another role he had. Yeah, in what? In Carrie? In Carrie, yeah, I'd have to watch that again. Yeah, I so want to watch it Oh, no so. shit, man, I will too. He was in The Unseen, he was in Sunny Boy, and remember that Lawrence Fishburne movie, Deep Cover, from like 92? Yeah. It's with Ellen uh, Barkin or some shit, maybe. He was in that. He was the effeminate lackey gopher in Deep Cover. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which would make him pretty old by that point. So old and effeminate lackey and shit. Yeah, yeah awesome. man. He's a- it makes me want to just find... I mean, you see a performance like that. Oh, shit, he died from diabetes. That sucks. Yeah. 2003, age 80. I, there's just so much, man. Dude, performance and, you know, is no. These fucking days, they're... You try, hey, try to tell one of these millennials to sit down and watch one and flow over the cuckoo's nest. You know what? Two years ago, they were fucking eating Tide Pods and snorting condoms. You know, <laughs> they don't give a shit about fucking one flow over the cuckoo's they nest. Got TikTok the fuck now. is that? Oh, it's 1963. I bet they'll get them to sit down and watch yeah. it. I bet if they oh, sit down and watch it, they'll blow their fucking minds. Jack is just that. Again, no one else could play that role that way. Kirk hey. Douglas would have been anti-authoritarian like he was in ace in the whole ship but jack has that devilish mischievous Mm -hmm. shit you want to follow that dude into battle and shit you know hey it starts right at the get-go they take them off they take those handcuffs off yeah and the mickey Ah! gives Ah! you know (laughs) even prior to that even prior to that when he first walks down the hall and he catches like he locks eyes with one of the inmates and just the look on his face you know it's just like man he just this oozes. Is interesting shit. Dude, Jack yeah. is the shit. He's a special creature, man. Man, no one, they don't make it. But again, though, just the way they would cast this movie nowadays would Mm-mm. suck. You know what? I'm going to tell you right now. All they the probably cravings. wouldn't make that movie these days. Truth. Truth. Not in the way it is in that. Yeah, with the uh, bringing the, the whores over and shit. And, well, uh, and it just have all the terrible music cues and all the bullshit yeah. and the just, fake movie shit. The way it'd be shot would be over the top. They'd make like the oh and uh Nichols uh uh you know Nicholson's character himself said that he had sex with a fourteen year old girl but she seemed eighteen to 15, him and shit like 15, that like but she, or what did I say uh, get that little red gosh. beaver right in front was, of you that don't make yeah, it crazy yeah exactly and the dude was like yeah okay I hear you I know what you're saying it's just, <laughs> yeah totally and you look at her and then you get that little red beaver man <laughs> but here's the thing no, no, that's so lame though you couldn't make that character nowadays say that right but it's like. The movie isn't endorsing him when it says it. The movie's yeah. not saying it. A character in a movie is saying it, you know? Right. People are fucking dumb but, with this shit. But hold on. It's not glorifying no. someone. He's already a prisoner, and yeah, now he he's in a mental ward, and he's trying to prove that he's fucking crazy. So why wouldn't he say something like that? Right. Hey, Doc, she was 15 going on 35. Yeah, that's the thing is you can't mm-hmm. tell if he's just putting them on to stay in the crazy ward and not go back yeah. to the crank. That's what it is. He didn't want to fucking work yeah. over there. And you know how you know? 67 days when he's yep. picking at the, the, yeah. the black guard, you know, and he's in the pool. Yes. 67 mm-hmm. days. Yeah. You yeah. dumb motherfucker. They'll let you out of here when you gonna get out of here. <laughs> Washington. Uh-huh. And he's that's like, a great revelation, too. He's like, that's what? and you see a breaking what? point in him. Yes. yes. And that's when Jack Nicholson goes, Oh fuck, what have I been doing? Yes, mm-hmm. I played the matches in his own grave. Yep. Yeah, so now he's playing fucking catch up, and he's he 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 cared about those people. She did yep. not. Yep. She just wanted to be. I am your god, 
and he really cared about them. He cared about how they thought. He cared about, you know, making them feel good and letting them know, you're not fucking crazy. Get out of here. Well, dude, he was going to take Billy with him. Billy would not be fun to hang out with. Billy's not, you don't take Billy because it's going to be good for you. He's taking Billy for Billy. the kind of fun you have with Billy is if well, corrupting you're corrupting him and you know, yeah, not, you're playing quote, unquote, you know, Jack's role. Yeah, like if you're um, you know, that's that's how you have fun with a dude like that. You gotta like introduce him to Billy things, will you know? find a sixteen year old girl and we'll tie her up for you outside. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I wondered you know, that. Like, like, that like, he he like, was uh, a weird guy. I mean, Candy was Candy yes. was old enough and said yes, but you know what? Jack was a caring guy. He he's more caring than I would be because I don't share. Mm. Like you can say, Hey man. You want to swap wives? No, I don't. You don't want to try my wife? Candy out? was a prostitute, though. Yeah. Huh? Candy is a prostitute, so it's not yeah. like his you girlfriend he's sharing. Yeah. Huh? I'm just saying it's not like his wife he's sharing and shit. No, but hold on. How do you know she's a prostitute? When did that come up? Well, first off, in the book, she's a prostitute. Oh, and then see, in the movie, mind. in the movie, he's like twenty five dollars when he's setting her up with Billy. He says something yeah. about twenty five bucks. Oh, mm-hmm. see, you just, you just blew my mind. She's like the town, you know. But he hangs out with hookers, and she probably yeah. fucks RP sure. for free. Yeah, you know I mean? exactly. Right, he's got a special. But to get his buddies laid, he's got to pay and shit. But, but I'm just know, saying, it's not did, like sharing his woman. That's all. I did think right. in the movie they kind of portrayed her as kind of an underage like girl. girl. She was awesome. Her name, yeah. I was looking her up. It was a fucking weird. Patricia Mew, Mew Smalls, M-E-W was her name, Mew Smalls. And I think she was like Andy Kaufman's girlfriend for a minute oh, nice. in real life. No way. Way to go, Andy. Really? Yeah, because I saw one of her credits. She wasn't in many movies, but she was in The Man on the Moon. And then I was looking her up. She was in Man on the Moon? And we had to jump on the podcast before. Yeah, but old, you know. But I think they made have put her in there as a small role, but I got to look back just as like an homage, you know, but I got to look back. I got to watch that again because that movie is fucking yeah. great. But, and isn't uh, that another Foreman film? Am I yeah. Milos Foreman, yeah. Yeah. yeah so that's probably the connection. Yeah. That dude, Amadeus, this shit. Yes. Dude, dude, legendary. Legend. Hey, speak me. People say versus that. Larry Flint. Did y'all watch uh, The Deuce? Chris watched some, yeah, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Two seasons. Right. They're up to. Yeah. Oh, of the deuce? Yeah, you want the HBO show? You mean? Yeah, you haven't watched yeah. the third season yet. Is there a third season? I didn't even. Yeah, I can't, yeah, maybe I did. Yeah, I watched all so of it. Like in a matter, of, okay. I, I watched it over COVID. Oh, uh, see, I, I watched it as it came out, so I don't really. Oh yeah, I think it's on Hulu, man. Okay. I got it on my HBO yeah, Max deal. It's good shit. Yeah, man, it's pretty good. It was kind of hard at first, and then I tried watching that show Vinyl. And uh, yeah. I don't know. We got a story about yeah, that. Yeah, vinyl we've mentioned before pisses us off yes. kind of because yeah. watch the Rex Sykes episode. We talk about it. Yeah, I, I just I, I tried to get into it and then I got kind of lost and then okay, I'm into it and then mm-hmm. I'm... our take on that. All right, we'll tell this again a little bit. Chris and I had a meeting at Johnny Depp's company because they like the script of ours. So it's just like a general meeting. But we had an idea called Sticks and Stones, basically just following some guns and roses type. Sunset Strip Band. Hmm? You never really got to see the end of Sopranos. Oh, you want to talk about the Sopranos ending? Oh, shit. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking that's, just chiefing that joint. <laughs> yes. Hold that shit in. Wish we could pass then... it, man, in better days. I know. Yeah, um, so what, you th- what, what did you think was. of the end, then? The uh, Sopranos end? What? Tell us about you your Sopranos thoughts. Man, I think it's some bullshit. Why? Well, you gotta make it look, oh, two black guys walk in. Fucking dipshit can't get her car started. And, oh, and she comes in late and there's two black guys are behind her. Hey, fucking perfect. Sorry. Divorce lawyer. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> You thought uh, it was like a cop out and shit. I actually like it. I think the whole point of it is he's gonna be looking over his shoulder. He can never enjoy another fucking meal for the rest of his life. That's what you. Yeah, get. but you see him. He's and then fade to black, cut to black, smash. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck? How would you have ended it? 
you know what? If they wanted to like fully end it, just just show it. Like, hey, show guns out and like just show let the uh, let the final thing before you fade to black be that flame that shoots out the end of a silencer whenever you know a bullet runs out of it, and then fade to black, and then you know be like you know show a certain look on his face, not a smile, but like show him uh, you know a turn like you know like what's fixing to happen is, is this for real or, you know, cause how would you really feel? Just think about that. Then a DMT trip as he fucking dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> if somebody walked in and they were just, and they've got a gun, how would you really feel? Well, it's funny you say that because earlier in, I think that last season he was out on the boat with uh, Bobby and they were talking about what do you think it's like when you die? And one of them, I think Bobby said, yes. you probably just go to black. Yes. So that was the hint. And I think um, he might have been the, killed um, at the end. Oh, it's a David Chase, right? On this, I always get my Davids confused with the yeah. different <laughs> creators. But yeah, he's he, I think he confirmed that, that, or at least so he did get killed as a, yeah, pretty sure he kind of slipped up at some point and like let that hint out that that was. Well, that's a good point. I didn't think that, about yeah. that. Do you not hear the report of the pistol? Before it hits uh, you, or is that bullet moves so fast the bullet hits your brain before and severs your spinal cord before you even hear it? That'd yeah. be crazy. And even if that's, that's not really right. how it goes down, it's cool to do it, mm -hmm. you know, as an artistic choice. It's ambiguous. It if we had just ended it with a bullet and then smash the black, duh, we wouldn't be talking about it 20 years mm -hmm. later. Yeah, it makes it controversial. That's for sure, man. man that's I like, like the idea thing, that he man. lived 30 more years looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Like, I want to see him get whacked when he's like junior's age or some shit over some dumb petty shit, the, you know? The mm -hmm. only thing that pisses like, me um, off, I think they're I think they're still doing it, but Omar. they still wanted to be able to use uh oh Jim. They wanted to still be able to use him in some capacity because mm -hmm. they wanted to do a prequel to the Sopranos. Mm -hmm. They're making it. They didn't son played him. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And and I, and I hope it looks good enough, but they really wanted to use him mm -hmm. as an like an old old guy that's why i think well, that was that he probably wasn't time. killed yeah you know what yeah. i mean you think it was some bullshit hollywood let's milk it for a sequel uh I, I, i'm not saying that who doesn't want to see it you know mm -hmm. to really? candlefini fucking goat oh hey, as far, he's, he's he's up there with jack he's going to bring this jack. back is, yeah. to fucking as far as those you're, dudes you're are, absolutely correct yes Yes. Unconventional, magnetic. Even, for, hey, you can't go all the way it. back to, guess what? True romance. Yes. That's one of my top <laughs> ones, man. It would be. First one, it's one, the one, bitch of a bunch. favorite movie. It is. Yes. In the, it's, in the, it's definitely in the hopper for sure. Mm -hmm. Most quotable, even more than Lebowski, I think. Star Oh, wait, whoa, whoa, wait, yay. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a then debate. What? Then is what? That, Sorry? Is, is True Romance as quotable or more quotable than Lebowski? Oh, I think Lebowski. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you think nice. Lebowski is more quotable? Probably. Hey, uh, I know I've quoted it more for sure. Yeah. Y'all know how many of these I saw? Over the line. I'm calmer than you are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, Lebowski is all time probably the most. Market zero. <laughs> Notice they're all water quotes. Well, you <laughs> miserable son of I can get your toe by three o'clock <laughs> with Neil Pop. Obviously, you're not a golfer. So get I some beer, know. get some burgers. I mean, dude, it is yeah. the most quotable. I hate the fucking yeah. Eagles. The suggestion will not stay. Really tied to right, well, all right, so true man is not testicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. the pair of testicles. And he's like holding his weed when he said it. That pair of testicles. <laughs> sure. <laughs> fucking uh Oh, so good. All right, Lebowski wins hands down for quotability. For sure. All right. Let's do a but, bracket. Most quotable movie. That's a good one. Uh, oh, Sorry, you had a point too. That was good. Uh, what was your point going to be? No, I'm just saying that Churro Man just oh. had amazing dialogue. That oh, is the quotability. Yeah. Okay, it's so not quite because it's not as funny, but just. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Was she. She fixed her teeth when she got older. I liked them better when they were in there. Yeah. So you'd fuck yeah. Elvis. Are oh, you talking about Patricia Arquette? Uh, yeah. Arquette. Yeah, she was great in that Agreed, shit. man. Oh, man. Super. Christian crazy. Slater was awesome as fuck. Christian Slater, little jack to him. Yes. A little bit. But, man, you had fucking uh, Dennis Hopper and Christopher Walken. Dude, and Val Balky. Kilmer as Elvis? <laughs> yes. I was going to oh, say, Val Kilmer, Oh, dude, you want to yeah. get unhaunted? Always have. Always yes. that was That's one of our song names, Want to Get Unhaunted. You want me to... You want me to suck his dick? Oh, who the fuck is <laughs> dick? Yes, it's, it's got some quotables. 
Man, you could bring oh, fucking God. 10 Roman fucking gladiators, whatever songs mean Nicholas and Don. Yeah. Yeah. I feel Chris like Penn I have Tom Sizemore. laugh come right on. now. I mm. apologize. Cass is a man. Tony Scott directing. I mean, come on. That shit is sick. It really does hit on all seven. seven. Fucking Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is yeah, fucking Gary uh, Oldman. Drexel. Drexel. It ain't White Boy Day, is it? Yes, I'm telling you, yeah. True Romance is up oh, there. Oh, yeah. White Boy Sam Day. Jackson has I a cameo. Some gold teeth. Shit, yes. I ate every month. I ate yeah. pussy. I ate ass. I ate every month. So, <laughs> no, 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 ain't as pretty as a couple of titties. Uh, yes. <laughs> a pair of titties. Uh,